This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. All right, Jared Payton, former Miami Hurricane. He joins us in the Orion Fuel and Downstairs Convenience Source guest line. Truly steps beyond convenience. Now, Jared, uh, good morning. Uh, you know, Romberg reminds us that he took you on your visit uh, to the University of Miami. So how, you know, back in the day. So how, how did he wind up convincing you that UM was the right school for you? Well, first of all, good morning, everybody, and good morning, Miami. I'm actually sitting in my basement right now uh, looking at my uh, 2000 and uh, my Orange Bowl MVP trophy jersey right now, so it's just fitting that I'm sitting here talking to you guys out in, in Miami. Ron Burke actually, he was the best, um, kind of the best host because he showed me everything, and I think that's what I needed to see. I needed to see Miami as a whole and he showed me that. He took me everywhere I needed to go, and he knew exactly what to do. He took me to the Grove, and that's where... Yeah, you, you no. stayed in the Grove. <laughs> Yo, I stayed in the Grove Thursday nights. You could find me in the Grove, man. I was... Um, Strong. You, know, you, you enjoyed that yeah. freshman year. Hell yeah. <laughs> yeah. My my freshman year, I enjoyed it. was out, uh, made sure that I was always at the tavern doing what I needed to do. And um, that's when I started figuring out I could work basically to, uh, you know, to have some drinks for free. So it was actually cool. You know, I served everybody. I made sure everybody was taken care of, and it's almost how my life is now. Like, I'd be you know, doing what I had to do. We had a great time, though. Ron Bird showed me the way, and not only just around Miami, but he also showed me how to work, man. You talk about a dude who was had a work ethic and, and a grind and could get along with everybody. I think that's what he showed me when I got to Miami coming from Chicago, that it didn't matter the color of your skin. You know, it, it, it mattered about the person and who you are and your heart. And he had that, man. He got along with everybody. There was no circle that you couldn't put him in and he couldn't adapt to. And I think that's what is so remarkable about him as a person. Well, who else, who else Brett, was part of this crew when you were showing Jared Payton around? Well, I, I would tend to bring out some stellar-looking ladies with us. Uh, uh, that would be really on the, on the menu given, as well. Yep. Um, but, yeah, it was just he basically hit the nail on the head. And I talk about the whole racial barrier that happens with a lot of teams and, and, and the clicks, I guess you can say, that goes on within a locker room. And I, I think one of the things that made us so successful at what we did was there wasn't that going on at all at UM. Like, there wasn't at all. We were we were rolling into Coco's. We were going to Rolex. And I'm talking, like, some spots driving through the neighborhood, normally white dudes ain't welcome. And yeah. we were rolling in there deep, like deep, deep. And then we would we would all go to the Grove. You know what I mean? It was just it was one of those things that we traveled in packs. We loved each other dearly. We did anything for each other. And there was really no barrier set for us. And, and I think that's why we did so well on the football field is because of the things we did off the football field. Yeah, I mean, you guys, and you guys know it. It's funny because I try to tell people here in Chicago just of, you know, what it meant to be a Miami Hurricane. And, you know, at that time, when we were, I got there in 99, it was, it was a different story. And once, like, 2000 hit, I mean, we could go anywhere. Like, we would be down on the beach, and we'd, you know, get ushered in. And there's dudes that are professional basketball players and football players, like, 
asking us, can they come in with us? You know what I mean? Like, that's how, that's how big it was. And um, it was just, it was an honor, man. Everybody says, do you wish maybe you would have went somewhere else and not been in that situation where you were behind a bunch of, of running backs and all pros? I wouldn't change it for a bit because of the relationships that I built in Miami and the brotherhood and what I'm a part of, man. It's, it's, it's the greatest thing. I walk everywhere. I'll be walking down like the street in Chicago and someone will be like, yo, Peyton, do you? And I'm like, see, you know, it, it's, it's all about love and, and the respect that you get for, for being a Miami hurricane. Now, Jared, you know, it, it is Super Bowl week, and, and I guess it's this Saturday in Houston. They're giving out uh, every year. It's one of the more prestigious awards in the NFL, the uh, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award, obviously named after Jared's uh, father, the all-time great Walter Payton. Is there a way, can we, can we uh, you know, maybe throw in a few extra votes for Greg Olson so a University of Miami guy can win the award? Yeah, I'm telling you, you guys, it, it keeps getting harder and harder every single year, and to see what the – the NFL has done, and I, I got to give props to Roger Goodell, man. He has really taken this this award and and helped my family kind of elevate it to the forefront. Where more guys want to win this award, they want to win, you know, the MVP. It's like it's it's a highlight of the NFL honors, and um, my dad would be super super proud of of where this award it, it has gone and where they have taken it. But when you have three guys, Larry Fitzgerald, an unbelievable guy, man, had a chance to meet him a couple of years ago. Uh, Eli Manning is up for the award as well. And then when you have Greg Olson and see what he's done in the community, when he was here in Chicago, yeah, he's a stand-up guy. And my, my wife was asking me the other day, she's like, so, you know, how is Greg? I'm like, man, he's he's everything that you could ask for in a person. Like, he's just a great husband. He's a great father. And um, just to see his spirit, I, I can't be biased, you know, but I had to send out a tweet to him and be like, Canes, you know what I mean? Hashtag Canes because of I've watched him grow as a person. I've watched him grow into a man, and um, it's it's amazing to see what these guys are doing in their communities. And everything that they get a chance to do, they're always trying to give back. And it's not just for the award. It's because they want to, but then they have the, the, the ability to be finalists and get a knowledge for all the great things that they're doing in the community. Uh, Greg is another kid that I ended up taking on a visit as well, and I enjoy seeing him grow and Going from G-Reg in the third leg to who he is now, you know, great husband and great family man. And I'd love to see him win this award. And I, I noticed that a lot of guys get emotional as well when they're standing in front of their peers and, and accepting this award. And you can't get too many football players crying on stage when getting an award. No, you can't. It's, it's, it's amazing to see guys like Thomas Davis, the way he stood up and kind of, you know, talked to his peers and said he was challenging them to be better people and, and to keep doing what they're doing. And, uh, and then you have like a guy like Anquan Bolden who wins the award, Charles Tillman. I remember, you know, being a Chicago Bear and he, he was crying and he, we talked after we went to dinner and he just said, man, it's one of those moments and his phone blew up and just the, the, the more things he was able to do, uh, with his foundation and charity and the doors that it opened up. I think that's a, a big reason why and, and nationwide being the sponsor, it's a, it's a pretty cool event and I'm looking forward to getting to, uh, to uh, Houston on on Thursday. Jared, you were really young when when your father played in and, and won the Super Bowl on you know one of the all time great teams at '86 Chicago Bear team. I mean, I mean, do you remember anything about that? Were you old enough to remember it? No, I don't. I don't remember much. I remember kind of going to the game, and then I remember uh, getting on a, a private jet. I got on my first PJ on the way back uh, from uh, New Orleans. <laughs> that is to worth Chicago, remembering. Man. That's worth remembering. 
Yeah, I remember that, but no, I don't remember it. You know, now being a student of the game and, and being an analyst and, and covering sports here in Chicago, um, I go back and forth. And but this past year, we had a chance with the 30th anniversary of really diving into how dominant that team was. And it's just amazing to me that uh, my dad, our lives were pretty similar. It's kind of crazy where I look at that 85 Bears team, and to me, it's the best team uh, with that with the best defense that I've ever seen. Um, the offense was had my dad, so that's why I'm, I'm I'm kind of partial to why they were so good. But then the defense was ridiculous. 37 points in the Super Bowl they scored. That's more than most offenses score in the Super Bowl. That's it, it, that's ridiculous. And then. I had a chance to be on, on the greatest college team of all time. Um, so it's, it's, it's parallel to our lives in, in, in the game of football, but maybe not the he, – he has a lot more touchdowns than I do in the more. NFL. But a few I'm cool, more. I'm cool with that, though. Yeah, a few more. Uh, you know, and there's, there's, a, there's a fun little correlation there, too, between your careers as well, because that 85 Bears team, while it didn't work out for the Bears that night, but – uh, you played in the Orange Bowl in college, and that 85 Bears team in the Orange Bowl where the Miami Dolphins pinned uh, that loss on them on Monday Night Football is really one of the more famous moments in Orange Bowl history where the crowd was, I mean, that was the game where the 72 Dolphins are all on the sideline for the Dolphins and just grilling the Chicago Bears the entire game. And the crowd was so loud that there were several times during that game at the Orange Bowl that, and I guess I guess there was no play clock, or I don't I don't remember the details, but they had to like they the, the game kept getting delayed because it was so loud, and the Bears' offense were complaining that they could not hear. Like it's it's one of the more famous moments in uh, in Orange Bowl history that that night. Yeah, uh, I, I I really don't want to talk about it. It's still uh, <laughs> it's still it still hits me to my core when I think about it. Um, yeah, it it's. Uh, well, is it when you we think about just, it because of what happened to the Bears or because the Orange Bowl no longer exists? Well, kind of both. It, kind of both. It's it's the fact of how, you know, playing at the OB and what it means to me and then also for the Bears to lose, it just it hurts me to the core. But the funny thing about it is is that they're so, they were so good and so confident that right after that loss, they went and recorded the Super Bowl shuffle. I mean, how much swag do you have to have? to lose a game and the season is not over yet and you go and you record the Super Bowl shuffle like man we're we already know we're going to win this the 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 dominance and the, just the the ability to kind of look past that game and you know what everything happens for a reason and I look back on it my dad not scoring in the Super Bowl everything happens for a reason and it creates a story and I think I, I really, as much as it kills me and hurts me to the core, it's still a part of the story and part of the history. P, I'm finding a little bit of similarities, too. We spoke to Layla Ali, and, and we spoke about her father and how great he was and, and what kind of a person uh, Muhammad Ali was. And, and the more I keep thinking about it, and, and I, I follow your Twitter account, and I see some of the pictures that keep coming out of you and your dad, and, and your dad with just the amount of people that he got to meet and hang out with, just the amount of famous people. And it just seems like these pictures just keep continually resurfacing. And Layla said something similar to the fact where there's a lot of people that will post out their pictures or their experiences with her father and it must be just remarkable and, and what was remarkable to me was the fact that you don't even have a lot of your dad's memorabilia that is what puzzled me but remember when we talked about it the fact that you didn't have a jersey because i asked you for a jersey for your old man and you just you don't have much at all yeah it's a uh, it's tough because you know in that day and age it just wasn't you know i was never thinking about it Romberg. i wasn't thinking about oh, i need to get all this stuff and create it. so 
as of late, though, I've, I've found a... I found more memorabilia. I have I have jerseys. I don't have a lot of things signed by my dad. What's and the best thing of his that you got? What's your favorite thing of his that you got? Um, probably his 1979 Porsche 930 um, <laughs> that only has like 5,000 miles on it. And if anybody in Miami is looking to, to buy it, I'm looking to get rid of it, man. I want somebody to have it. How much? It, I got five I, on it. I got five on it. How much? <laughs> I don't know, man. It's getting, I'm actually getting it stored right now at the moment man and um you know having two kids and and how much i work i mean i work 24 7 i don't ever stop it's not one of the things i enjoy but Bromberg knows i have a tattoo of my dad i have jerseys my dad's last uh um home jersey and i think i have three of his last uh worn jerseys of his last year in 80 uh 87 so i have all those i got some cleats i got some stuff but don't have a lot of signed stuff but it is what it is, and just to be able to people to keep my dad's memory alive with me is is pretty amazing. And his his Facebook fan page, like over 1.2 million people, and to watch it keep growing uh, is amazing. And I thought when you know I met Romberg back in the day, I thought it would be like 10 years. After 99, I was like, man, in 10 years, people aren't going to remember my dad because the internet wasn't the internet. I didn't know, you know, thanks to YouTube, man, these kids. And their families and their parents, they teach them, especially here in Chicago, they teach them about my dad growing up. And to see all the kids named Peyton after my dad as well um, around the world, it's just amazing. We keep getting emails every single day about stories, and everybody has a story. And I, I hopefully in the down the line, if someone can um, find me, we can do a book of all these people's stories and put it into out in, um, in production because it's uh, it's amazing how many people he, he, he lives he impacted. Well, we're uh, we're pulling for Greg Olson with that with the award this weekend for your father's award, Walter Payton Man of the Year Award is going to be given out this weekend before the Super Bowl. And uh, Jared, good talking. Always good talking. You enjoy enjoy Super Bowl week. Have fun in Houston. I appreciate it, man. Hey, thanks you guys for D Wade, man. We appreciate you. Oh yeah. Well, we got you know we got the good D Wade, and now you'll pay for the back end of the career. That's right. <laughs> it's all good. It's all good. I love D Wade. I'm just saying thanks. I mean, he's home. We brought him back home. It's all, all right. good. All right. Enjoy under 500. <laughs> <laughs> see, see you, Jared. Thanks, man. See all right. That's Jared Payton right there. Uh, he had to throw the little knife at the end, didn't he? Uh, listen, I don't think I this episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news. You call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.